ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head is your exclusive local home for the herd with Colin Cowher, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Put your thinking cap on as Uncle Colin will challenge the status quo and tackle every major topic in sports. Whether he's spanning the globe or chatting with personalities, Colin Cowherd has his own special way of breaking down the latest news for you. The herd with Colin Cowherd right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Savannah and the Low Country, and welcome to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor led and patient focused right here in Savannah, Georgia, and it's all right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. Yep, I'm Call of the Mossy. I'm here for another Saturday morning talking local sports. Whether you want to talk about basketball, football, hockey, yes, we have hockey here in Savannah, Georgia. Being a northerner, northerner that I was, because now I'm a southern boy, and I just know I made a lot of people cringe when I said that, because I can't get rid of my northern accent. But anyway, I've been here for almost 20 years. I love it. It's a beautiful place to live. Great area for sports. I mean, you can play golf, tennis. You can play any sport you want almost all year round, except for that little freeze we had last week, which, you know, brought me back home to... uh to uh, many, many memories of snow and why I left New York and came down here to the beautiful South. And uh, that's right. It's beautiful down here, and I love it. And uh, we got a great show lined up, and I'm glad that you can listen, whether you listen for five minutes or you listen for the whole show. I do appreciate it to let you know what's on the show. Okay, remember, we play two games here. The first game is from 9 to 10, and the second game is from 10 to 11. In the first game, of course, I'll start with the scoreboard. Right after I introduce my guest. In the second quarter, I mean, this team had a great run. In the Georgia State, Georgia High School State Association, uh, football playoffs, Class A, Calvary Day School, made it to the final, lost a heartbreaker. But a lot of these kids go from the football field, the gridiron, to the basketball court or the hardwood. And it, it, it's a unique story. They only have one loss so far. Dennis Knight had a great article yesterday in the Savannah Morning News about the elite programs here in Savannah, Georgia, besides Savannah and Johnson. Calvary, a lot of those kids that play football play basketball. And to step off the hardwood and get right on the... A step off the gridiron and get right on the hardwood is pretty, pretty unique, just like they do at Memorial Day School. So we talked to Michael Thompson last week. We'll talk to Jason Shell, the head coach of the Calvary Boys basketball program. Then we'll get into the third quarter. Savannah Tire Hockey Classic, 16 years. It's been here in Savannah, Georgia. I can remember the first one back in 1999 when we had the first uh, hockey classic. It wasn't called the Savannah Tire Hockey Classic, but you know what? It's been since 1999. And we'll get to the man that puts this all together, the Savannah Sports Council Director, Ben Wilder. That'll be roughly about 10.30. I'm sorry, 9.30. 
And then we'll close out the uh, first show, first hour, first game in the fourth quarter. We'll talk about local sports. I want to get a little into that national championship game last week. Great game Monday night where Florida State beat Auburn. I know I picked Auburn, but I'm telling you right now, it looked like Auburn was going to win. But you know what? Great second half by the Seminoles. Jameis Winston proved why he was the Heisman Trophy winner in that last drive. Scores with 13 seconds left, so we'll get into that in the fourth quarter. And we'll hopefully bring on my producer, who does a great show. Every great does a great job for this show every week down there in the Golden Isles and the Glen. I think it's called the Glen Park Mall. He'll correct me, but uh, that's PJ Zuko. That's where the main studio is for ESPN Coastal Georgia, and of course we're connected to that. And uh, I'm proud to be part of ESPN Coastal Georgia and the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Uh, and, and you know, I gotta I gotta stop right there. I'm gonna, I'm going off a tangent here. If you want to get some great great college football updates you got to go to southernpigskin.com i mean i didn't get hooked on this until i met these guys uh you know kevin thomas uh bj bennett and matt osborne matt osborne bj bennett i mean they they run the southern pigskin part of a uh, part of this uh unique uh conglomerate this unique company i mean if you want to get some great information great story on georgia southern's uh Hiring of Willie Fritz yesterday to be the head coach, the ninth head coach of the Georgia Southern Eagles in the modern era. I mean, just go to southernpigskin.com. All right, second hour, second game, 10 to 11. We'll start it off with a unique story. I've said this many a time on, on my show that, you know, uh, it's just been great going. You graduate from a school. You go back there to be the head coach. I had an opportunity to do for 13 years at the high school I graduated at. I finally became the head coach in football. I did that for nine years. Believe it or not, I was the head coach in basketball before. No, same time, about the same time, nine years. So And baseball. So it was pretty unique. Well, we're going to talk to a guy that has the tag interim head coach. But this man bleeds maroon and gold. Right down the block here from ESPN Radio Savannah, we're located at 8400 Abercorn Street, Armstrong Atlantic State, Calvin Culberson. The man has been with the program since 1984, played for Joe Roberts, who just retired, the winningest Division II baseball coach. Well, he gets a chance, and, and, and a loyal assistant coach, 18 years as the assistant coach. Well, we're going to talk to Calvin Culberson in the first and second quarter of the second game. That's roughly about 10.05. I mean, unique story. Going back to your high school is great, but not not many guys go back to their alma mater and become the head football, baseball, basketball coach. So we'll have Calvin in studio. And then after that, we're going to flop. We're going to push back our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete Week to 1030. We'll be talking to a standout high school player, three-sport player, and that's H.B. Jenkins football, basketball, and track star Malik Benlevy, roughly about 10.30, and then we'll close out the show. All right, let's get to that high school scoreboard right away. I know we're running out of time here. Okay, let's start with ladies first. Okay, Effingham County 47, Richmond Hill 27, Ebony Hicklin puts in 14 for the Lady Rebels, Beach 63, Southeast Bullock 39, Beach 17th straight win, they haven't lost, they haven't lost, Ronald Bookham retires, Old Lou Gordon comes in, and I had the pleasure of working with her over at Durham Middle School, great gal, great lady, loves, I mean, she is a bulldog, she graduated from Beach, here's the story, another uh, uh, coach coming back and giving back to the alma mater. 
They're 17 and 0, the Beach Lady Bulldogs. St. Vincent's, Marie Dotson, going back to her alma mater, beating Toombs County 34-24. Calvary Day School beats Claxton 57-50. I mean, this was a, a, a unbelievable uh, a performance last night, watching uh, the news. And then, of course, a lot of these scores, courtesy of the Savannah Morning News, Dennis Knight, uh, Donald Heath, uh, Nathan Dominance, and Tony Stastny doing a great job. Dewana Magwood had a double-double, 10 points, but 22 rebounds. Unbelievable. Portal beats Savannah Christian, 35-27. Jenkins County beats Savannah Country Day, uh, 41-38. And I know I've been singing this girl's name for the last three weeks, Anna Muller. Muller sorry, Anna M M Mueller. Call me if I'm wrong, 920 uh, Nine points and 13 rebounds and six block shots. Amari Oliver, back in the lineup for the Lady Horns, has 10 points and eight rebounds. Glen Academy beats Jenkins, 53-37. Faith Sanders puts in 17 points, 12 rebounds, and four blocks and four steals. She's already signed to play Division I basketball. Buford Academy beats Bible Baptist, 59-42. Bradwell beats Groves, 63-39. St. Andrews beats Thomas Haywood. 39-34. Morgan Bennett puts in 10.7 rebounds, 4 blocks, and 2 assists to lead the Lady Saints. Okay, then we go to FEM County. Okay, let's go to the boys now. FEM County, 81. Richmond Hill, 44. Jakeen and Gant, Missouri bound. Okay, 23 points, 17 rebounds, 4 block shots, 4 dunks. Oh, man. Jakeen and Gant. That's why he's ranked 5th in the, in, the, in the country as a top college basketball prospect. Savannah High over Pierce County, 76-26. Jenkins County over Savannah Country Day, 54-51. Benedictine over Toombs County, 71-28. Calvary beats Claxton, 72-44. Portal beats Savannah Christian, 61-50. Bible Baptist over Buford Academy, 84-55. St. Andrews beats Thomas Hayward, 41-40. Forty. So, a lot of scores going on. I gotta big, give a big shout out to Brian Harmon. Our Savannian on the PGA Tour moved up 31 spots yesterday at the Open, the Sony Open in Honolulu, Honolulu, Hawaii. 31 spots, shot a 66. He's tied for 17th. He's got a shot. He's only five off the leader. So uh, we got to keep watching that. And remember, they're five hours behind us. Uh, he tees off at 8:50. That's one third. Oh, sorry, 8:50. So that's 1:50 here, Savannah time. So Brian Harmon making a name for himself out there in Hawaii. Hey, what more do you want? <laughs> you can play golf, get paid for it, and do it in Hawaii. I mean, Brian Harmon, Savannah native, uh, Savannah Christian, UGA. Great job, Brian. And don't forget tomorrow, Carolina Panthers taking on those 49ers. Demarcus Dobbs, number 83. Everybody kept on tweeting. He was hurt, but he got in there after everybody kept on tweeting. Twitter, tweeting, whatever you want to call it, Twitter. Okay, he came back in, and he made a big tackle on a special teams play. So, Demarcus Dobbs tomorrow, Calvary Day Schools, UGA again, uh, playing in the NFL uh, semifinals, or uh, the NFL semifinals of the conference semifinals. All right, this cannot be possible without... My sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth. That's O-P-T-I-M, health. Dot com. Next up, we'll be talking a little Cavalier basketball with the head, the head basketball coach of the boys program, Jason Shell. You're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah 
AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Savannah Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you joined me for another Saturday morning talking about local sports. I'm here every Saturday morning from 9 until 11. It's great to be here. And I'm just telling you, we've had such success on the gridiron this year with BC, with Memorial Day School, with Calvary, with, I mean, just Richmond Hill. We just had such, 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 such yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> that's why you got to love live radio, with just so much success. And, uh, you know, these kids don't just play one sport. And this is ironic that, you know what, Calvary Day School makes it to the state championship of the football playoff, playoffs, and then they got to come back, and they got to play, they got to start playing basketball. Kalik Hughes, Jordan Walker, Derek Kirkland, Robert Hayward, Tyrone Riley, Mark Elton. I mean, Coach, Coach Shell can help me out with the rest of the kids if I left anybody else. But that's five or six. A.J. Keene, that's another one off the top of my head. I mean, it, 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 it's unbelievable. So joining me now on the ESPN Savannah, sorry, ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline. Good friend of mine, always a pleasure to talk to, does a great job over there with the Cavaliers on the hardwood, and that's the head basketball coach, Jason Shell. Good morning, Jason. Hey, Carl, good to hear from you, man. Hey, it's always a pleasure talking to you. I mean, we did a lot of talking when I used to, you know, when I used to, when I came into the uh, to the gate to do the uh, high school game of the week with the boys' foot, uh, football program. I mean, just so much success with the football program. And, I mean, you got to take these and you got to wait for these football players to come out for basketball. How do you get by until they come out to, for, for, for basketball season? Well, it's, uh, you know, we have a... At least four to five weeks of preseason with you know the guys that don't play football, so they work hard for four or five weeks. But those guys are very limited in numbers because we got probably about eighty to eighty-five percent, you know, up and down the roster play football. And you know how it is, Carl. That's kind of the way it is, and you know, a small single A private school, you know, and and we encourage that. We want our guys to play as many sports as possible, and and we certainly want them to be successful at everything that they do, and we're certainly proud of our football team and, and what they accomplished this year. But but at the same time, it kind of puts us behind the eight ball, so to speak, a little bit and getting the, our season going. But I tell you what, our guys have responded well. They've jumped in with both feet. And, uh, you know, we're off to a 6-1 and one start, and uh, we're hopefully getting our, our basketball legs rolling. But the guys have responded well. When they come in, they went straight to work and, and know we've got some goals that we want to try to accomplish this year as well. Well, you know, be, being a high school football coach and a high school basketball coach, and my personal feeling is, I mean, as far as football goes, my skilled positions, I'd love to have the basketball players because, you know, they're athletes. They're athletic. They can jump. I mean, one of the best receivers I had was a six foot six senator at Groves High School, uh, Shamir Harris. I mean, I, I, tell me, you being a basketball coach predominantly your whole life, do you like your kids playing football? Absolutely. I think it, well, you know, especially for a few of our kids, I think it's made them tougher. You know, um, it's made, you know, they hit, you know, they have to make 
um, you know, all you know, 25 to 30 workouts in the summer, which you know we don't require, you know, 30 workouts for basketball. But you know, Coach Stroud, they get them in there, and they got to make you know between 25 and 30 lifts during the summer. So when 85 percent of my team is getting those lifts in in the summer, it's making them stronger and faster. And then, and then on top of that, the rigors of the the football season and you know the physicality of it it carries over to the basketball court as well and and it comes to a little bit more natural and they're able to be a little more physical inside and and, and just all the way around so absolutely we encourage that i love it you know i love going to watch them play football and you know like you said you know it's fun to watch those athletes really get after it out there on the gridiron and then they bring it in on the basketball court and i think it pays dividends for them I mean, it, it definitely, I, I agree with you 100%. I, I mean, I can't go any further than that. I mean, it, it's just, you know, and I know this is a question I'm going to throw at you. And basketball, when Dr. James Smith invented this game, was supposed to be non-physical. <laughs> it's supposed to be a non-contact sport. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, there is so much physical contact in the game of basketball today that you got to be prepared for the for the, uh, the 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 rough style of play. And I know we we always come down on the zebras, the, the referees, but you know they got to let them play sometimes, right, Jason? Absolutely. Well, then you know you're going to have different uh, each and every night. It's gonna, the game's going to be called a little bit different, you know, depending on you know the kind of the philosophy of the officials of the night. I mean, you know, they have. You know, you know, certain calls that they're obviously going to have to make, but sometimes they're going to let them be a little more physical than normal. So, you know, you got to be able to withstand that. You got to be able to sustain your physicality. You know, if they're going to let you play a little bit, then we got to, you know, buck up a little bit and, and, and get in there and mix it up and play. So, um, you know, our guys do a pretty good job of that. And, uh, you know, we're able to adjust the kind of flow of each and every game, you know, with that. If we, you know, if we can be physical, we'll be as physical as they'll let us be. And then if we need to back off a little bit, you know, we can back off a little bit. But, but uh, definitely the game has certainly changed. I mean, it's, you know, I tell my guys all the time, I said, if, when, if you, people say that basketball is a non-contact sport, that's, that's a false statement now. I mean, it's just, it's just not the case. You got to be physical or you're going to get pushed around. I agree with you 100% on that one, too, whether it's boys basketball or girls basketball. I'm Carl DeMasi. You're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. i got the head coach of the Calvary Day School Boys Basketball Program right here on the ESPN Hotline. That's Jason Shell. We're talking about what the Cavaliers are going to be like on the basketball court this year. Well, you know, you're talking about players. Let's give some love out to your players, Coach. Let's give a kudos out to your players. Who are you counting on? Who's the new guys coming in to help you out? Give them a shout-out. Well, I'll tell you what, Carl. It's, uh I've been very blessed and fortunate this year. We, we got a really deep roster this year. We might be as deep as we've ever been um, in a long time for anyway. Uh, but, you know, right now we've got a, you know, kind of our leading scorer as of, up to this point has been Khalid Hughes. He's just kind of our, he's kind of a combo guard. He can run anything from the one to the three. And if I told him to run down there on a the block, he would do it. Um, you know, he's able to get to the basket, shoot a little bit. He rebounds the ball. He's actually our leading rebounder as a guard right now on the team. Um, and we have Derek Kirkland. You talk about physicality. He had a great night. He had 25 points last night against Claxton. Um, he had, you know, he's just, he can kind of do it all. Uh, and then again, we just got so many guys. Tyrone Riley, our six foot seven, you know, junior center in the middle who's, who protects the rim for us. He does a really good job. And, and as well as, you know, some other guards like Calvin Harrison and you mentioned AJ King and, uh, you know, Jordan Walker, 
um, Mark Elson, and I mean, we just, you know, Rob Hayward. I mean, it's just hard. It's, it's hard to, to get everybody you know, the recognition that they deserve because we we got so many good players, and you know, we're so, you know, we're able to go, you know, down the list, and you know, I can call anybody down the line, and I'm completely comfortable putting them in the game and going there and give us what we need. So. Our guys are doing a great job, and they're buying into what we're doing. And you know, they 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 pull for each other. And you know, the bottom line is they want to win, they want to be successful. And and our guys have done a good job of, of buying into that. All right. Well, you know, you you don't play in an easy region either, because football we know is if we know it's a black and blue region. Basketball, it's a region. Give us your uh, quick input on the region. Who are the other teams you got to face that are you know that you think are going to be tough and uh, you know prevent you from getting where you want to go. Well, as far as our region is concerned, I mean, honestly, I think top to bottom, you know, and speaking with some other coaches in our, you know, in our region, I feel like this year from top to bottom, on any given night, anybody can beat anybody. I mean, um, I think, you know, look, you know, you look at scores in the paper and throughout the first part of this season, I mean, you know, teams are beating other teams and then they're turning around and losing to other teams as they're beating the teams they played earlier, they beat. So it's just, you know, it's on any given night. If you don't show up, that's what we tell our guys. You know, you got to show up every night because anybody can knock you off. And uh, you know, we're fortunate right now to be three and zero in our region. Um, and uh, we're going to have a big test, uh, a non-region test tonight with South Evangel. But you know, kind of the game what we're looking to is Tuesday night at home against Portal. Uh, we both will be undefeated in the region um, playing here at Calvary. So that will be kind of our measuring stick of where we are in our at least our. Our, uh, our sub-region, and then we're going to start crossing over and play those other teams as well on the other side of our sub-region, or the other side of Region 3. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, again, every night you got to show up or, you know, somebody's going to take you down. And and uh, so I think it's, it's tough. There's some good players on every team. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. It's, I, I wish I was I had a crystal ball could predict the future, but you can't. And uh, I think that we have a good possibility to to make a run with it. But again, we got to show up every night and commit to what we're doing and and get after it. Well, Jason, I appreciate you taking the time to come on this morning and talk about your team. I know you got you got a big one last night with a big 72-44 win over Claxton, which was the third place place team. You got a non-region game tonight, and you got a big one at home on Tuesday night. Both teams undefeated in region play when the Cavaliers take on the visiting uh, Portal. What are they called, by the way? What are, what is Portal called there? Panthers. The Panthers. There we go. You know, one of the one of the nicknames I don't know for a local school. But Jason, appreciate it. Good luck tonight, and good luck on Tuesday and the rest of the season, guy. Thank you, Carl. Good to talk to you. Always a pleasure. That's Jason Shell, the head coach of the Calvary Day School Cavalier basketball team. Right now, 3-0 region sitting uh, in first place. Big game tonight over there at Calvary Baptist. Uh, if you want to check them out against South Effingham. And then, of course, the girls play before the guys. And then, of course, Tuesday night, they both take on the Portal Panthers. Big game. And uh, Jason Shell, been there for about 9, 10 years, doing a great job with that program. They're always in the state playoffs and making it deep into the state playoffs, just like the basketball, uh, the football and the baseball teams. Once again, appreciate him coming on next up we'll be talking a little hockey yes that's right the 16th savannah tire hockey classic starting next week right here in good old savannah georgia you're listening to the call the mossy sports report brought to you by optimorthopedics doctor and patient focused right here on espn savannah am 14 and 104.3 fm we'll be right back with ben wilder of the savannah sports council stay tuned 
And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, presented to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, and we're talking hockey in Savannah. I'm a New Yorker. I'm talking hockey. The Islanders, the Rangers. You know, I used to be a big hockey fan when I lived up in New York, going to a lot of the Islanders games and visiting the Garden. Yes, the Garden in New York City, uh, watching the Rangers take on the Bruins. I mean, it's, it's, it's in my blood. I played it as a little kid, and, you know, you talk about Northerners and the frozen little rinks and the frozen little ponds. Well, right down at the end of my block, we had a frozen little pond, and every winter we waited for that ice to freeze or the water to freeze so we can get some ice. And, uh, I mean, I would play goalie. That's how sick I was without any... Without any, uh, without any pads, leg pads, and uh, it was just a great time. Roller hockey, inline hockey, and uh, I mean, it, it brings back a lot of memories, and it's here for the 16th straight year, and we're talking about the Savannah Tire Hockey Classic, and the man that's been doing it for a while, put it on the show, he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM hotline, it's the Savannah Sports Council Director, the man that coordinates all our events here in Savannah, Georgia, Ben Wilder. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Carl. How's it going on a, on, on a uh, cloudy, rainy Savannah day? <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a good Saturday. Uh, obviously, less than a week from the Hockey Classic, so it's always a good day. And I'll tell you, Ben, 16 years it's been coming back here to Savannah, Georgia. You guys do a great job with it. Uh, Savannah Tire sponsoring it. I mean, just a, just a great event. I mean, now you're involved running this show. What's What makes it exciting for you to bring us back here year in and year out? Yeah, it's really a great chance for us at the Savannah Sports Council to do this event every year. Um, for the teams, that, that's the best part is that the, these college teams that come in are club teams. They don't get a chance to play in front of a lot of people. So it's really our chance to give them their bowl atmosphere for hockey. They don't have a winter classic or they don't have anything special. So this is our chance for them kind of wrap up their careers. They only have a month or so left in the season once they come back for the spring semester. So it's a big deal for them to come in. There's a lot of pride on the line because of how long we've done the tournament and who wins the, the trophy. That We have a traveling trophy that's 16 years old now that has taken a beating, but it's still still holding together. Hey, you know what? You know, it's such a unique trophy too because no longer is there the Atlanta Thrashers, and uh, you guys stuck with that name. Why have you guys stuck with it? You calling it? Keep calling it the Thrasher Cup? I don't know. It just it was one of those things that we we started way back, and it was called the Thrasher Cup, and there was ideas of changing it, but we didn't. We just left it. Obviously, I believe it's not being from Georgia, but I'm pretty sure it's our state bird, so we can use that as an excuse. <laughs> you got that right. It is the state bird, and that's why the uh, the Atlanta team was the Atlanta Flames when they brought it back, and it became the Atlanta Thrashes. And the, you know, a great nickname, great logo, great great uniform. But I just hockey didn't make it up there in ATL. I don't know why, but uh, they're back in Calgary, and uh, just a great event. Now you got some good teams coming in. You got a great product on the line. Tell us about it. Thursday night is kids' night, free. Tell us about that, there, uh, Ben. 
Yeah, we kick it off um, next Thursday um, with the University of South Carolina playing the Citadel, so kind of a nice in-state rivalry from South Carolina. They come down, um, our two closest teams. So they'll, they'll play Thursday night at 7.30. Um, we've done that for three or so years now, and it is a rival. Those two teams don't get along. So if you like hockey, um, there's a good chance they'll push and shove and play hockey the way it's supposed to be played. So it's a good chance to come out. Um, like you said, kids night, we're going to do something new this year. Every kid 12 and under is free on Thursday night. We want more people to come out and just experience it. Yeah, and you say, you mean we're not supposed to play Euro European hockey with a little finesse? We got to play the North American game where we push, shove, and fight, eh? Absolutely. You got to have a little roughness in it. It's hockey. And then we come back to the uh, Friday night uh, main event, which we got Georgia Tech taking on Florida State at 6, and then Georgia taking on Florida, which is always a battle at 8.30, no matter what sport they're playing. So give us a little insight on Friday night. Yeah, Friday night, like you said, kicks off with um, the, the Florida State-Georgia Tech matchup, which is probably our least um, rivalry Written one, but then right after that, the Georgia Florida game is just amazing. It's a great chance to come out. It's, it's pride on the line for those two schools. Um, but it's a great night as well. Um, plenty of action. A large crowd will have probably close to 4,000 to 5,000 people there. Um, so if you're coming, I always tell people to get tickets early because we never know how many people are going to show up year to year depending on what's going on in Savannah. So come hang out. Um, on top of that, we've added family discounts this year as well. So if there are people out there bringing three, two or three kids with them, they could obviously save money as well that way too. So we're trying all we can to help people out in this economy still. I mean, it, it, it's a great, it's a great venue. It's uh, it's good for the family. It's not expensive. Uh, I mean, wh what more do you want? And then Saturday night, of course, is the big one. But I tell you right now, from what I heard, Ben, even when Georgia and Florida, I mean, people tell me they've gone to Georgia Florida hockey game, and there's a buzz in that arena when when these two teams go at it. And I can imagine what's going to happen Friday night when you got the Ramblin' Wreck taking on those dogs before, and then you got Florida taking on the, the Gators taking on the Seminoles the night before. Saturday is a really big night. Yeah, yeah. Friday, Friday is pretty impressive, but Saturday takes it to a whole nother level. We call that championship night because that's the night we do decide who's going to be the Thrasher Cup winner. Um, it, it's pretty heated. It gets wild in there. Uh, lots of boos, lots of cheers for each side. Um, really a great experience. Um, if you've never been there, just being there um, for the player introductions. I mean, spotlights on the players as they come out like an all-star game. Um, we'll have Ugga there. We'll have the Rambling Wreck. Um, we always have a really cool atmosphere. So if you if you really like college sports, or you like hockey, it, it's a true, truly a great experience, and, and that's the best part about it. So everyone comes and has fun. And, and like we always say, hockey is better live. It's, it's one of the best sports you can watch in person. Oh, I agree with 100%. It's pretty tough to watch it on TV. You're trying to find that, follow that puck around. They've tried highlighting the puck on, on games on TV. It, you know, it's really, really, really unique. And uh, okay, so now where can they find out information if they want to show up? Uh, give us your uh, your web page, uh, your Facebook page, and uh, hopefully we can put fans in the seats. Yeah, um, you can go to SavannahHockeyClassic.com or even SavannahTireHockeyClassic.com. So we have both of those. Um, same thing for Facebook. We have a Facebook page up. Um, we'll be doing some promotions, putting some information out there. But if you go onto the website, all the information, the complete schedule with game times, 
Um, we have links on there to all the team websites, so if someone really wants to find more information out about the University of Georgia's hockey team and how they're doing, they can click on that as well. So pretty detailed, pretty proud of the website. Um, lots of really great pictures as well, so you can see what kind of atmosphere it is. Um, and we just hope that everyone comes out and gets a chance to experience it. Well, Ben, all I got to say is you do a great job bringing these sporting events in here to Savannah, Georgia. People don't realize how much uh, hard work and time goes into it. Keep up the great work, and uh, I'll see you on Thursday or Friday. I'm excited about it. I can't be there Saturday because I got a basketball game, but uh, I'm excited about it. I, I appreciate you coming on this morning, and once again, the Savannah Tire Hockey Classic, Ben. Thank you, Carl. Thanks for having us, and see you next week. You got it, and that's Ben Wilder, the director of the Savannah Sports Council, giving us the information on the Savannah Tire Hockey Classic, making its way into Savannah, Georgia, starting Thursday night. Remember, kids on the 12 coat go free. You got the Citadel against South Carolina. I mean, what more do you want? Great game, great uh, atmosphere. And then on Friday night, we got the rivalries, uh, believe it or not, Georgia Tech and Florida State, ACC rivals, and then, of course, Georgia, Florida. And Saturday night, the crowning of the Thrasher Cup with Georgia taking on Georgia Tech and Florida taking on Florida State. Georgia Tech leads the series. They have seven Thrasher Cups in their bag. Georgia has six. Florida State has one. Florida has one. And uh, believe it or not, it's shared between these four teams. So let's see what happens uh, next Saturday night. Next up, we'll wrap it up with the fourth quarter. We'll talk about the national championship game last Monday night. We'll talk about local college sports. You're listening to the Call of the Monsters Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl and I'm glad you join me for the Call Demasi Sports Report every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 14, 104.3 FM. We're just talking local sports. And uh, first out, i got to thank Coach Jason Schell for taking the time to come on the uh, ESPN Radio Savannah hotline. And, of course, uh, Ben Wilder, the director of the Savannah Sports Council and the Savannah Tire Hockey Class, the 16th. Starts next Thursday night. Great time, great fun. Check out the uh, Call of Demasi Sports Report. Go to the Savannah High Hockey Classic dot com web uh, link and uh, check out which day you want to go and see what games are being played. Uh, got to talk a little college sports here, local college sports. Once again, uh, go to the round ball. Armstrong Atlantic State this week. Uh, the women beat Lander College 75-47. The men lose to Lander College 73-70. They both played today at Augusta State. The ladies play at 5.30 and the men t play at 7.30. Talk about Savannah State. I mean, the ladies last weekend beating Trinity last week beating Trinity Baptist 106 to 33. A lot of records over there set for the ladies program over there at uh, Savannah State. The Lady Tigers. What a beating on Trinity Baptist. And the men lost. Um, the men won their first MIAC game beating Maryland Eastern Shore. So uh, they both take on Coppin State at Coppin State. The ladies take on uh, the Lady uh, Coppin State. 
Team at 7.30, uh, sorry, at 2.30, sorry, at 2 p.m. And the men take on Coppin State right after that, roughly about 4 o'clock. As far as SCAD goes, uh, lacrosse uh, starts for the men and women in uh, February, the first week in February, as does the equestrian team. Yes, believe it or not. We do have an equestrian team in this area, and there are a lot of young ladies, from what I'm finding out, that are involved in equestrian riding, and that's horse riding and for points and style and everything else. It's a great sport to watch. I love watching it. Yeah, I know. My wife tells me I could sit in front of the TV and watch ping pong. So, uh, but anyway, uh, SCAD has got one of the best equestrian programs here in the United States. That's the Savannah College of Art and Design. And uh, let's go to the PGA. we got to follow Savannah and Brian Harmon. Moves up 31 spots yesterday in the Sony Open in Honolulu, Hawaii. That's the PGA tournament. And uh, uh, Will Claxton out of Swainsboro and Mark Anderson out of Buford did not advance. They missed the cut. So uh, if you want to watch Brian Harmon, get on uh, the TV today, the Golf Channel, or and watch uh, Brian Harmon now. He tees off at 8.50 a.m. Hawaiian time, which is 1.50 p.m. here in Savannah, Georgia. So if you're home, it's a cloudy day, it's raining outside, pop on the uh, channel. Big news up at Georgia Southern. We got Willie Fritz coming from Sam Houston State. Man has a lot of experience with the triple option offense, and that's what the Georgia Southern alumni want. They want to run that triple option, but he's going to run a variation of it. He runs the spread triple option, which is pretty unique, just like Auburn did, and uh, we know Auburn lost in the national championship. I wish Willie Fritz the best of luck, and uh, I'm just praying he, hope he keeps a couple of those defensive coaches. And I got to send this out. This man is Georgia Southern, and if you never met this coach who played at Georgia Southern and came back at Georgia Southern, his name is Victor Cabral. This man bleeds, bleeds blue and white. He belongs on that, on that program. He belongs on that staff. He isn't going to Army. He's waiting to be interviewed, I guess. Please, Willie Fritz. I don't know if you listened to the call of the Mossy Sports Report, but this guy is Georgia Southern blue. This man needs to be on your staff. This man is, is I mean, I'm just getting excited talking about Victor Cabral. He's out there before the game, head, head, head you know. Eric Russell used to headbutt his players. Victor Cabral is in their face. He's headbutting him. He's hyped. I mean, I wish I knew Willie Fritz because I'd call him right away. I'm a high school football coach, but I'm telling you, Victor Cabral is a great guy. He's great for that program, loves football, loves those kids at uh, Georgia Southern. I hope he gets a chance. And uh, I'm getting excited talking about Victor Cabral because, you know what, I mean, the staff was unique up there. You know, we coached Jeff Munkins going to Army now, more money, uh, better, you know, more, more, I guess, publicity than going into the sun. I don't know. You know, you, you got to raise. I mean, if you're not looking to get make more money in what you're doing, and there are some coaches that are satisfied staying at where they are, not getting more money. But you know what? He's advancing to something he wants to do. I mean, look at Paul Johnson. Went to Navy. Went to Georgia Tech. Maybe we'll see Jeff Munkin at a major D1 program. Uh, Army gets no recognition because. Lately, Army has not been a powerhouse, but they were once a powerhouse here in the United States as far as football goes. Mr. Inside and Outside, I mean, uh, back during the 40s and 50s, I mean, so wh whatever we get, we get. And now we're talking a little bit about the national championship game on Monday, and the man who followed it just as closely as I did, we covered the uh, the bowl series for the last three weeks, and he does Great job with the high school first look here on ESPN Radio Savannah during the high school football season, and he's also the producer of the show. Let's give a big shout-out to P.J. Zuko. P.J. one of the best national championship games I've watched in a long time was played last Monday night.
Oh, I, I PJ. Totally agree okay. with you. Uh, I don't know if PJ was listening to me on that as well. But uh, I mean, that that was just a, such a competitive, uh, just thrilling national championship game to watch. I was young when I saw the Vince Young, Reggie Bush, you know, USC versus Texas Rose Bowl. But to me, that that was one of the best, if not the best, BS BCS title games that I've seen. And uh, honestly, that that was a great one. It was awesome to see Vince Young running in that touchdown really, really late. But I think this one takes the cake for the best one I've seen uh, since I've been alive. Obviously, that's not very long. I'm only 19. But, I mean, just one of the best games. Also, one of the best BCS National Championship games I've ever seen. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I picked Auburn, and I said Auburn would come out and control the game. In the first half, they control the game. But you know what? Uh, Jimbo Fisher calling that fake punt changed the whole momentum of that game. I mean, it was back and forth in the second half. I thought Auburn was going to hold on, but you know, special teams in my mind, you know, once again, I know I'm talking as as a coach here. I'm putting on my coach hat. We got to worry about special teams, and special teams changed that game. It made the game even greater. Anytime someone runs a touchdown back for uh, for you know runs the uh, kickoff back for a touchdown or a punt for a touchdown, makes the game more exciting. And I'm I'm a purist. I can't see people telling me, get rid of special teams, get off the kickoff and punt, because that's what makes the game exciting. Uh, that, that's what makes it exciting. If it wasn't for special teams, we wouldn't have a lot of memorable plays that we do. I mean, you think about last Super Bowl with Jacoby Jones taking back the longest uh, kickoff return in NFL history, 109 yards or 108, whatever they called it. But if you didn't have special teams, you wouldn't have that. Also, if you didn't have special teams, Florida State wouldn't have had the game that they did. I mean, you look at Levante White Whitfield taking back that 100-yard kickoff return to give them the first lead of the ball game for them. Well, since it was three to nothing, uh, just just great plays on special teams. I love it as well. Uh, just just a great game. Florida State, what a comeback! What a comeback! It was just an awesome game to to be a part of and you know to watch on TV. It was just an amazing national championship game. Next up, hour number two. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Call of the Masi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country, and welcome to the Call of the Master Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, W. S-E-G, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. You know, we talk about sports here locally in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, I'm not going to go to the scoreboard right now. We're in the second hour, or the second game as I like to call it, but there's something unique about someone going back to their school where they graduated from and taking over the head coaching position. I know I had the opportunity, like I said, and I know 
BJ Bennett loves to hear this, in East Rockway, New York, home of the Rocks. But I got to be the head football, basketball, and baseball coach. I played football and baseball there. And, you know, I followed some great men. Tom Forbes, Harry Frieslaven, uh, Jerry Honig. I mean, the coaches always stood out to me. And Harry Frieslaven, who was a product of East Rockway High School was the basketball coach there for 30 years. Now, you know, you talk about Kevin Farmer going to BC. I mean, graduated there in 1992. He's back there taking over the baseball program. We got Olu Gordon at Beach High School. The Lady Bulldogs, 17 straight wins. Ronald Booker there for 35 years. She takes over that spot. But, you know, we got something special right down the block here from the ESPN Radio Studio, and that's Armstrong Atlantic State, Division II program, college program, NCAA. People, you know, you got to understand, this is our local college. You know, Savannah State's up the road. Savannah State's up the road. Georgia Southern's up the road. Savannah State's another local college that we got to support. And Coach Hardy does a great job with the baseball program over there. But, you know, we're talking about Armstrong Atlantic State Pirates. Joe Roberts, 34 years, the most wins in Division Two. But the guy that was his helper or his assistant for the last 18 years is a product of Armstrong Atlantic State. Played baseball there. Played minor league baseball. And he bleeds maroon and gold. As long as he doesn't have to say brown and gold like I did. My college colors were brown and gold. And you've heard of the college coach, Adelphi University out of Garden City, New York. But uh, he does a great job. And he's in studio now. Joining us in studio, the ESPN Radio Savannah studio, the, well, interim coach, but he's the head coach of the Armstrong Atlantic State Pirates, Calvin Colberson. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Carl. How are you? Hey, you know, it's a Saturday morning. We're talking local sports. And, you know, what better way than to bring a guy back that went to school there, you, I mean, you've been there since 1984. Well, you had a little little break in between and played some college baseball. Uh, sorry, pro baseball. And then you come back. You played your college baseball there. And, uh, you know, you were the man that helped Joe Roberts for 18 years. What is so special about this place? How does, you know, Joe Roberts, 34 years. 1984, that's 30 years, isn't it? Yes, sir. So you've been there 30 years also. 30 years. Well, it'll take three or four or five years of your minor league baseball career out of there. So, I mean, it's something special. What's so special about the place? You know, it, I just fell in love with Savannah when when uh, Coach Roberts recruited me to uh, come here to play back in 1984, and I've just loved Savannah, Georgia, ever since. I mean, it's a beautiful city. Um, there's a there's Savannah has a lot to give to the you know to the athletic programs around here, and. Plus, I met my wonderful wife here in Savannah, too, so that, that helped keep me local. That's a little connection with these Armstrong coaches. Joe Roberts met his wife here. <laughs> Calvin Culberson meets his wife here. So the ladies keep you guys grounded also. Oh, yeah. You know, that's... Uh that's one of the things that that uh, most most guys have to learn at some point. You know, you got to you got to keep your wife happy so that you stay happy. Now, now let's tell the fans out there. Let's tell the the listeners, the Savannians that are listening to this show. And I do appreciate if you're listening for five minutes, if you're listening for uh, for an hour. This is called the Mossy. You're listening to called the Mossy Sports Board. I got the head baseball coach from Armstrong Armstrong Atlantic State University, uh, Calvin Culberson, here talking about what the Pirates are going to do this year. But we're going to find out a little bit about Calvin. Tell us, you know. You're from Rome, Georgia. How'd you wind up here? Tell us about kinda, Rome, Georgia. Where did you go to school and all that other stuff? It's kind of funny. I graduated from West Rome High School, which is um, uh, no longer there. It was combined with East Rome and West Rome, which is now Rome High School. Um, the basketball coach that was here then, his name was Randy Briner, mm -hmm. was from my area. He was also was the baseball coach before Joe Roberts, wasn't he? Um, Maybe I got that wrong. Maybe I looked at the wrong site. Maybe yeah. I was looking at the basketball, basketball site. Basketball, yeah. <laughs> and um, I had actually... I was just about to sign to go to Georgia State 
in Atlanta because my sister lived in Atlanta. I was going to stay there and just play. And I got a phone call from uh, Rennie Briner. Uh, asked me if I'd signed yet. He said, if you hadn't, please don't. Coach Roberts here saw you at a Braves tryout camp. Very interested in talking with you to come here to Savannah to play. Uh, at that time, we were moving from the NAIA to Division One. We were going into the Big South Conference. Uh, so the next day, Coach Roberts calls, and I ended up in Savannah, Georgia. And it was, and it's been a great fit, and I've loved the city, and the university's been tremendous to me. And um, I couldn't ask for a better situation. So you moved from Rome, Georgia, here to Savannah, Georgia. You meet your wife. You settle down here. Now, you had a little stint with uh, professional baseball. So how did that work out? I, I think it was Cincinnati uh, signed you uh, with the Red Sox. Red Sox, but we'll talk about the Red yeah. Sox. Ori originally, I was drafted by the Braves out of Armstrong in 1988. I played a year and a half with them. Um, moved on to the Cincinnati Reds for four years um, and then to uh, the Boston Red Sox for one. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my shoulder started going south, and uh, I knew at that point that my career was probably about over. Um, so, and it, just a, I guess a stroke of luck, uh, Coach Roberts was uh, looking for an assistant coach at that time, and I'd been helping him every year before I'd go to spring training. I'd come back, you know, work in Savannah, and uh, help Coach Roberts every year before I would go to camp. And he calls me up and says, Calvin, we got a job opening. You know, would you be interested? I was like, shoot, man, that, that's awesome. You know, I, I, what, what, how, how could you write a better script? You can't. I mean, you, you played there. You, you know the guy who's in charge. And, you know, if you don't know anything about Coach Culberson, okay, at Armstrong, I know he's not going to know. I'm, he didn't know I was going to say this. But the teams he played on, they posted an overall 181 wins, 66 losses. He was the leadoff hitter. Uh, he led off the team in hitting uh, the final three years. I mean, and then he wound up pitching. I don't know. We'll talk about that. He holds seven school records with the most notable. You know, if you know Joe DiMaggio from the Yankees, 56-game winning streak, 32-game hitting streak in 1988, stole 122 bases, so he might be pretty quick there. So, But, you know, he was all Big South Conference in 86 and 87. I mean, just a phenomenal career there, and uh, to come back and give back to it, it's got to be special. It's got to be special. It is. Uh, I, I try not to talk about that kind of stuff, because most people don't like to talk about themselves. You're that. not talking about yourself, but you know, you know, if you did it, people need to know about it. I yeah. mean, you love the game. and I, I mean, 32-game hit streak, Coach. I know you're modest and you don't want to talk. That's pretty special. It, it was, and actually, the night that that, that streak was broke, we were up at Georgia Tech that night, and uh, I was 0 for 4. I'd hit a couple balls on the screws that just didn't fall in. Didn't find and, a spot. And... Uh, you know, but that's okay. I mean, because everything's got to come to an end. But um, as long as we win ball games, that's all that matters at the end of the day. I mean, you know, that's one of the things that um, I learned when I when I was playing here. Coach Roberts really was um, team very team oriented guy, and uh, it didn't matter if he was over four if you could help the club bunt somebody up or, or whatever. Um, you know, it's all about winning as a team. I mean, it's a team effort, and that's what. This year that, that, you know, I'm taking that motto and I'm trying to, you know, instill some of that, you know, on my, 
as a coaching philosophy too. Well, we'll, we'll get in, we'll get into the. Uh, well, you got two quarters here with me, as I okay. like to call them quarters. So you got two quarters. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. I'm uh, in studio live is Coach Colberson, Calvin Colberson of Armstrong Atlantic State, alumnus of uh, Armstrong Atlantic State. Now he's the head co- baseball coach, taking over Joe Robbins. You know, Joe, uh, Joe Robbins had a great comment about you, and you know, I did a lot of research on this, and you know, people think you just jump on the mic and start talking, but he says about Coach Colberson, he's been a loyal player, coach, warrior, and person to Armstrong Atlantic Baseball, and me personally since 1984. Few could ever have been more worthy of a, ch- uh, of a chance to take this team, and I wish him and the program the very, very best. And I mean, that's something special coming from your former head coach, your colleague, your boss. I mean, it's got to be just motivating you just to follow in his footsteps. You know, um... I couldn't ask for a better mentor to, you know, be prepared to move on and and take this position. I've never wanted to go anywhere else. Um, Coach Roberts was uh, was just phenomenal to me, and uh, I learned. Uh, I mean, all time winning as coach. I mean, just being around, you're going to learn stuff. Even if you're not trying, you're going to learn something. And it, it's just been. It was such a a great experience for me, and um, being able to. Follow him, you know. It's hard, and you're always going to be compared. And I'm going to I'm going to try and do what I feel is best for the program, and that's what Coach Roberts told me when when he retired, and and uh, I was named interim by Lisa Sweeney, which I'm very grateful for her giving me the opportunity uh, to do this. And Coach Roberts said, "It's your program now, Calvin." He said, "You've been here for forever. You've earned the opportunity." And we couldn't have found a better person to take it over. It's your program. Take it and run with it. Take it, so. take it and do what you want. He said, it's yours. Well, I mean, Coach, this went really quick. We're done with the first quarter. We'll come back with the second quarter. We'll call it the second inning for you, okay? okay. So if you're listening, I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report. I'm talking live in studio with the head baseball coach of the Armstrong Atlantic State University Pirates. And that's alumni, head coach now, Calvin Culperson. We'll come back and... Quarter number two, or is inning number two for the coach here, the baseball coach. We'll talk more about what product he's going to put on the field this year for the uh, Pirates of Armstrong. You're listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report. Back up, coach. You're going too fast. you got to plug your sponsor, okay? I can't forget about Optum Orthopedics. Remember, with 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, they have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, all in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www. OptumHealth.com. Next up, inning number two with Coach Colson of the Armstrong Atlantic State Pirates. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Sport right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> Coach, this is Call Demasi. You're listening to Call Demasi Sports Sport right here every Saturday morning on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, all-
all brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics and the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And uh, I'm excited about this. We already finished one quarter with the new head baseball coach over at Armstrong Atlantic State, Calvin Culperson. Local guy. He's been here for a long time, since 1984. I came down nine years later, so he's got me beat. But uh, we, we introduced him. We talked about his life, how he wound up here in the first inning of the second game, first quarter, whatever you want to call it. Now we're into the second quarter of the second hour. And let's get a little more into how the Armstrong Atlantic State Pirates are going to be this year. We know that Joe Roberts was the winningest coach that year in and year out. That they're making the NCAA Division II playoffs and uh, got some local talent on a team. Coach, always a pleasure to have you. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. I enjoyed the privilege of being here. Thank well, let's so let's talk about. You got to move. Yeah, it's, it's live. You got to okay. talk close to that mic. Yeah. So let's talk about. The Armstrong, the 2014 Armstrong Atlantic State Pirates baseball program. I mean, uh, like I said, year in year out, and you've been part of it. You've been there 18 years as the assistant coach. What can we expect, little cold going on? Oh, it's, been... li- it's live radio, coach. Don't worry about That's it. That's okay. Uh, so, so what, what's the product going to be like this year? You know, we have a very, we have a very good team coming in this year. Uh, uh, I'm very excited about the product that we have. Uh, we do have. Uh, you know, several local products that, uh, that's going to be big contributors to the program this year. Um, and as long as, you know, it's like with anything else, as long as you can keep away from the injury bug, you got a chance. But sometimes, you know, that, that happens and, uh, it always gives somebody else an opportunity to step up and, uh, fill the shoes. And that's, and, that, and that's kind of the, our motto this year is, uh, just figure it out. Well, you know that that's with any sport. You know, especially well, football is more than any sport. But you know, the injuries, the 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 band aids, the kids that step in, the you know, the Philanos injury, uh, the people who've been injured, it's really special. And uh, I mean, you got a big roster coming into your first game is February first, right? February first. February first. So uh, let's talk about the pitching, which that's your specialty. <laughs> Who's going to be towing the rubber for the uh, Pirates this year? You know, we have uh, well, we have one of our better returners, Ethan Bader, that's um, you know an all region guy, and. Um, He's usually, if he has a good year, I mean, he's got a chance in his career here to have 30 wins or something. And, uh, wow. it's always good to have a guy leading off that, you know, you score, you know, you score a couple runs, you got a chance to win the ball game. Uh, Pat, you know, we've got several junior college pitchers that's coming in that's, that's, uh, that's shown that they can produce. We got several returning guys from last year that threw a bunch of innings that, um, this fall kind of turned the corner a little bit and, uh, very excited to see. You know, because when you know in the recruiting process, you always have to, you know, if this guy does this, if he does that, you know, we got something special. Right. And, and uh, you know, I'm very encouraged this fall uh, to see some of those guys, you know, make that turn. And and uh, and there's still some work to be done. I'm not saying we're a finished product, but um, you know, I'm very excited. I think the if we can get the the local Savannahs out there to watch us. I think they'll be excited about the product we're going to have on the field for them. I mean, I, I got to tell you, if people haven't gone over to Armstrong Atlantic State, Atlantic State behind the alumni arena is the baseball field. It's a pretty little field. I mean, you got to come check it out. And I mean, it's situated perfectly where where they could fit it in. And right behind that's the soccer field and the softball field. And I mean, you got to get out there. And it's not expensive to come watch the games, is it? No, it's not. It's uh, I think it's five bucks to come out and watch a game. Three dollars for for kids. And um, you know, it's a great atmosphere there at Armstrong to. 
you come out and watch a ball game. It's not expensive, and it's a great way on a Saturday to bring your kids and you know spend a couple hours and support Pirate Baseball. And you got a lot of local kids uh, in the area. I mean, I know uh, one kid I had the opportunity to coach when he, when he was 13 years old, and that's Nathan Ward out of Richmond Hill High School, and then mm -hmm. Joey Lupus, who played with my son Dom, and uh, I, I don't know the kid Eswine, but another local product from Richmond Hill. So you got some local talent right there. Yeah, they, they were... Um you know, and again, that's one of those things when you in, in recruiting, you see them, and it's like, you know, this this kid's got a chance to really, you know, come in and help the program. You know, you, you always hope the first year they can do it, but you know, at some point, it's like, man, this guy's got can make an impact, and uh, it's been good to see, you know, Joey Lupus turn the corner, and that's what we've been looking for. And uh, Nathan Ward and Ryan Essenwine. Essenwine's coming back from he had elbow injuries last year, and and redshirted for us, and. Um, Seems to be fine this year. Threw the ball well this fall. Uh, Nathan Ward, uh, you know, he's a two-way player. Uh, has a lot of potential on both sides. And uh, it's been real encouraging to watch those guys develop and, and grow and as people and as players. Uh, you know, you're talking about the players now. Now you're talking about which is one of the best Best baseball conference here in the United States, and that's the Peach Belt Conference. Let's talk a little about Peach Belt. What do you expect? Who are the foes, and who do you think you're gonna, you know, have to deal with uh, throughout the season? Well, I tell you, Carl, the Peach Belt. Uh, for people that don't understand Division Two baseball, uh, the Peach Belt is is very similar to the SEC in football or baseball. Um, gosh, every weekend, I mean, everybody in our conference at some point during the season it is ranked in the country. So every weekend you're playing. You're playing a ranked opponent, um, which is good and bad because you want to play in the best conference, right? Exactly. You know, you you know because it helps recruiting. But the drawback is you're playing in the best conference. So I mean, you can have a really good team, and you can be fifth. Yeah, but that's just the downfall of being in the best conference in the country. I mean, that's just you know, and um, but I wouldn't want it any other way. You know, you ask Georgia football, they wouldn't want to be playing in a, a different conference. Exactly. I mean, you want to play the best. To be the best, you got to beat the best. That's so. right. So, I mean, it, it, it works out both ways. It helps. And uh, it's very exciting to be in the conference. Now, I, I, you're going to not believe this, but we're, we're at the two-minute drill here. Now, uh -oh. that's how, I mean, this is flying by. I mean, I mean, I, I wish I had more time to have him on, but I got another guest will will be coming on pretty soon. So overall, expectation this year for the Pirates, and you taking the helm. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm I'm very excited with the opportunity. Uh, it's uh, right now. It's, you you kind of got them jitters because you, you know it's like it's a new thing for me. Um, but the the team, I'm very excited. I think you know we had our first meeting yesterday, first team practice, and we just don't, if we take care of what we need to take care of, if we pitch it, we field it, you know, take care of the baseball. When you got a chance to knock in a guy from third, knock him in, we'll be fine. Everything else will take care of the wins and losses will take care of themselves and you know, rankings and all they'll all take care of themselves if you take care of what you need to take care of. And that's what we preach. And you know, the baseball season kicks off. Let me get to my schedule here. Uh Computers, you know, you got to deal with. Okay, they they start off with Voorhees, okay, and they will be home, right? Yes, sir. Get a bunch first, like Saturday, Sunday, we'll be at the house. 
you got like your first twelve games are at home. Yeah, and well, and then we play co- the first two conference series are at the house. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's G? I know I'm running going to learn. What's GRU mean? Is that Augusta State? Why do you call yeah, that's Georgia, Georgia Regents University? That's what their name <laughs> changed to when they merged with the medical college up there. They changed the name of the university. Okay, to, uh, I Georgia Regents. <laughs> okay, so I was looking for it. I'm saying I never heard of them. It's Augusta State, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Augusta. That's who it is. Augusta. State. So, and actually, we're playing them in basketball tonight. They're in town. They're in town. So please come out and watch. Uh, the the men and women's basketball here at Armstrong tonight. They're playing Grew tonight. That's it, Grew. Augusta State. I thought they were on the road, so maybe I gave them the... But it's home tonight? It is. It is home. Men and women are playing at the house tonight. Okay, and he is... Right, I had him on the road, so disregard what I said in the, first, the last quarter of the first. <laughs> That's all right, Carl. Right. Armstrong Lake State is home tonight against Augusta State, so get out there and watch the ladies and men's basketball programs. Calvin, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I know you love Savannah. You love what you're doing over there, and it was always a pleasure seeing you come around, talking to the kids, recruiting the kids. And uh, once again, I wish you the best, and it's great to see that you're back. And uh, you're in the reins now because, you know, I think you, you learned a lot from that man, Joe Roberts, and, uh, I mean, it's going to be a, a great adventure for you, and I'm I'm rooting for you, and I'll be out there. I'm, I'm excited about it. Thank you, Carl. I really appreciate you having me on the radio show, and, and I'd love to be back on whenever you got time to have me. I, I'll be more than willing to come and talk, and I'm excited about Armstrong and about the athletic department. i got to tell you this. I don't know if you're allowed to do it because, you know, the NCAA has 50,000 rules. Yeah, yeah, Anytime you think you have an outstanding play, they deserve to come on here and be the athlete of the week, which is our next segment, the Western Chiropractic League week it doesn't have to be a high school player it could be a college player it could be a little league player just give me a call i'd love to have him on here that's great carl thank you so much for your support well calvin pirate pirate sports i mean it's big time around here in savannah georgia and people need to go out there and support it and once again i gotta say a thank you to my sponsor russell sporting trophies you're a coach parent local organization you need uniforms cleats you need sports specific shoes base basketballs baseballs anything related to sports and you want to award your employees or your team with trophies, plaques, medals. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right there behind the Oglethorpe Mall. Make it simpler, right behind Sears. Okay, Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business. They've been in business for over 45 years. Okay, so stop by and get some great help from Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Janet, Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, and they'll help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Well, next up, we'll be talking to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, H.V. Jenkins basketball star, Malik Ben-Levy. You're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> I'm Carl DeMoss. I'm Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor patient focus. Same great place, just a new name. Used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center right there at 210 East Durant Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah. Now it's Optum Orthopedics. Well, I mean, what a great segment, starting off with Coach Culberson, the new head baseball coach. 
not new, but he's been there for 18 years as a coach. He went, played there. He's been there since 1984, maybe a little five-year stint in minor league baseball uh, with the Braves, the Reds, and the, the Red Sox. But a uh, great guy. And uh, if you want to hear what Coach Culberson had to say, I'll podcast this show, and you can listen to what he's had to say about Armstrong Land State Baseball, this year's product that we're going to you know, see the tour, 2014 edition of Pirate Baseball. And we push this segment back one segment and it's always fun to do and that's the weatherton chiropractic clinic athlete of the week we try and get the kids that stand out that have a great season that are that are doing a great job and i mean what more do you want me to say about this next young guy i mean he's been lighting it up on the basketball court the last four or five games uh he's also was a standout football player for the warriors of hv jenkins uh second team all region wide receiver he's six foot five he plays guard he plays foul forward whatever coach bryant wants him to do but uh, i mean last year was tough on him um and I, I feel for him because whenever a kid goes down with an injury and he's having a great year and he was only a sophomore last year, he broke his wrist uh, before the uh, end of the season. He missed the rest of the season. I mean, uh, he put 21 points in the other night. Uh, they played last night against Glen Academy, and I, I do apologize. I didn't see the box score. I don't know what he did last night. But he's leading leading the, the Warriors in 15 points a game, uh, rebounds. And I'm telling you right now, joining me in the ESPN Radio Studio, uh, Witherington Chiropractic Clinic, Athlete of the Week, and that's H.V. Jenkins basketball player junior Malik Ben Lee. Good morning, Malik. Good morning. How's it going? It's going good. All right, step up to that mic, and you got to be loud for me so they can hear you, okay? And I don't need the headset because I'm talking to you. I can't hear you anyway. So. But, uh, I mean, high school sports, great time here in Savannah, Georgia. The, the Warriors have been doing a great job on the football field, now on the basketball court. And, uh, I mean, you've been doing great in both. And you're, you, you're here because of basketball, not because of football. I know the, the questions I sent you were all about football, but, you know, let's substitute that now, okay? So, you know, you're a basketball player, and you've been doing a great job. You broke your wrist last year. You're coming back this year, 15 points a game. Jenkins is on a roll. I think you guys only lost one game. Yes, sir. What do you like so much about basketball? I just love the game. It's very fun. Atmosphere, people in the crowd. I mean, I saw you guys play against FEM County in the playoff game up there, and I know you were out because of the broken hand, and I could tell you guys are going to be good, even better with you this year. I mean, you know, as far as basketball goes, okay, uh, what's your best school, best school, best skill? You see, even I make mistakes. Live radio, you got to love it. What's your best skill? Is it shooting? Is it rebounding? Is it passing the ball to somebody because they got your shooting guard, they got your power forward? What, what, what's, what's Malik's best skill? Getting out on the break and finishing. You're finishing, so you like putting the rock down, right? Yes, a couple sir. of dunks here and there? Yes, sir. When you dunk, how does that make you feel and the crowd goes wild? It makes you feel good. Makes you, makes you feel like that, you know, that they're watching you and, you know, I'm telling you, I, I, I got to stand up here for Malik. There are so many kids in this city that can play basketball, and if you don't know what this term means, they play above the rim. That means the rim's 10 feet. They can play at... 11 feet. I mean, these kids get off the floor. And I'm telling you right now, a lot of these kids get looked at by college basketball players. Now, we're talking about college basketball, which is the next step maybe for Malik Ben-Levy right now. I'm Carl DeMasi. You're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. What do you do to make yourself a better basketball player? What's the routine to make you a better basketball player? Always work hard and practice like Coach Bryant says. Saying practice makes perfect. I mean, that, that, that's my motto, too. You should tell some of your friends over there at Islands High School that, you know, other coaches tell them that, too. Savannah High coach, the John, uh, Jenkins coach. Um, do you have a routine, though? Do you, do you take a certain amount of shots? Does coach make you get in the weight room? Have you played a lot of AU basketball? What do you think is making you the best player on your team or the best player in the area? We don't want to have your teammates mad at you because I'm saying he's the best player, not him, okay? So go ahead. 
Of course, maybe just go to the weight room and there so I can get stronger. I'm down low, so I won't spread the ball from me. Okay. Just basically, coach guy got me running, conditioning very well. So it pays off if you're bigger, faster, and stronger. Yes, and sir. plus you can jump out of the gym also. So you must like playing those little guys that are six foot that try to guard you, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Especially if he puts you out there in the front as a shooting guard. So um, now every coach wants their players to have a goal. What was your personal goal coming into this bat? What did Coach Bryant want you to be this basketball season? Uh, he wanted me to come in and produce like I did last year, but better and made me improve my game. So, like, we can have a better season and finish off with a state championship instead of losing the League 8. Well, you guys made a great run last year. I don't know if people knew about this, but Jenkins made it to the Elite 8 last year. They got a lot of these guys coming back. Malik was hurt. Now, you never got a chance to play in that playoff. So, they got their, one of their better players, their best players back, one of them. I'm not going to, you know, you know, pinpoint it out because we know how people get. But uh, now, as far as the team goes, you and your teammates, have you guys come up with a goal? Have you guys have something that you're really trying to work for? First, we start off by winning the region championship and then going and try to win the state championship. Right, well, you knocked off the region champion from last year. Effingham County already won this year. Now, do you, you have to play him up there or it's, you got to play him down here again? You got to go to Effingham County and play him. You got to go play in the Palace and the Pines, eh? Yes. Sir. What do you think that's going game's going to be like? It's going to be intense because they have some great fans at FM. <laughs> they packed the house, and you got those Rebel Rowdies. I taught there for almost four years. I know what it's like. Uh, you know, who else? Okay, so here, we're going to give, you know, I've said you're the best player, but I, I made a mistake. He's one of the better players on Jenkins, very good player on Jenkins High School. Give out some love to one of your teammates that's having a good year this year, a couple of teammates as far as basketball goes. Uh, Brandon Carter and Jamel Lanier, they are playing very well with me. And Gary Johnson, Deontay Polite. Jamari Bryant, Quentin Robbins, basically the whole HBJ team coming as one. There you so go. You cover was. yourself. You didn't leave anybody out either. <laughs> but, you know, you, you, you guys are having a great year. I'm telling you, you're on a run. Now, uh, t tell us about Coach Bryant. What, what do you like, Coach, about Bakari Bryant? Here you go. you got a Savannah High Blue Jacket coming over there to take over the Warrior program. What do you like about Coach Bryant? I like his intensity, and he believes in everyone on the team that everyone can play. And, like, yeah, that's a lot of confidence in us. Is he like a big brother? Because he's close to aging, you guys. Yes, sir. He he throws around with us from time to time, but like he buckles down when we need to get serious. Yeah, hey, I bet you he buckles down all the time because if he's if he's got that Tim Jordan philosophy in him, you guys got to get get focused. Uh, you know, and I, I meant to ask you this too. You played football, okay? Well, what do you like? How does football help you become a better basketball player? Football, it's like I be in the weight room with the football team. Like, I be lifting. It gets me stronger for basketball. Basically. Does it get you ready for the contact? Because basketball is a non-contact sport. Don't you know that? Yes, sir. <laughs> so football hitting. What about Coach Adams? What has he uh, helped you with? I mean, Coach Adams has been a big part. You playing in football. What, what has Coach Adams helped you with? He boosts my confidence in football. Like, last year, when I was a sophomore, I really didn't have a good football season. But he kept talking to me and getting me better and working out with me. Well, I'm telling you right now, one of the best football players I had at Gross High School was a wide receiver, same height as you, while he was a little tall, six foot six, Simone, 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 Simone Harris, and he could jump. I mean, I, I think the football helped him become a better basketball player because he was getting, you know, he wasn't used to getting hit and, you know, tackled and all that other stuff. So, I, me being a coach of both sports, I think it really has helped you a lot. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. Coach Adams might be listening. Coach Bryan might be listening. What sport do you like the best? Basketball. Why, why basketball over football? I just, like, I really love it. Like, I love football, but basketball is a little more in your blood. Yes, sir.
Now, you also, I found that you might be doing track this year, high jump. Yes, sir. Have you done it before? Yes, Excited sir. about it. But if you can jump out of the gym in a basketball court, you can do high jump pretty good. Uh, now, as far as outside of sports, do you do anything extracurricular at, at Jenkins? Are you in any clubs, any groups? No, sir. No time, right? Yeah. So, now, now as far as this is, you're going into your junior year, what has high school sports meant to uh, Malik Ben-Levy? What, what does playing high school sports mean to you? It's really a, a great thing. Like, it's okay to have a good privilege like this, play high school sports and get your name out there for everyone. I really love it. I really like it. And what are future plans, future dreams, going anywhere, want to do anything? What, what's your dreams? I want to attend the University of Florida and play basketball there. You want to play some basketball for the Gators and Billy Donovan. Okay, now I'm giving out my age here, Malik. I'm going back in the day. I watched Billy Donovan play in high school, play in college, and play for the New York Knicks. So I, you know, I'm giving my age here. He, he's, he's, he's up there in age, but great coach. Uh, hopefully he gets to see you, but you're having a great basketball season. Keep it up. And that's why you're this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week for January 11th, 2014. Malik Ben-Levy of Jenkins High School Basketball slash Football. I, I apologize, Coach Adams. Uh, I, I forgot that he's here for the basketball because of that great game you had the other night against Windsor Forest. But you've had like four or five games here in 20 points, right? Yes, sir. So, and I know Carter threw in 31 the other night, too. Yes, sir. You guys must be doing a great job. Here's your plaque. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you coming on. Stay right here. we got to finish this up. And remember, this is all sponsored by Dr. Bart Weatherington. He loves sports. He loves high school sports. He coaches youth baseball. Got to give the guy a lot of credit. Does a great job over his chiropractic clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up. If you can, and throw it across the room. While at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care. Have... Uh, relief <laughs> and have pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue right here in Savannah, Georgia. Once again, Dr. Bart Weatherington and the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic are proud sponsor to honor these local athletes every week here on the Call of the Massey Sports Report. Next up, we'll wrap up the show. It goes really quick. I can't believe... Uh, I've had Malik on for almost 13, 14 minutes here. It's already done. See how quick it went? Yes, sir. Thanks for coming in. No problem. Good luck tonight. You guys are going down to Florida and taking on Reigns High School? Yes, sir. And that's in Jacksonville, right? Yes, sir. And the Warriors, only one loss this year, one of the top teams in the area. So remember that. H.V. Jenkins Warriors basketball, boys basketball, on a roll. One loss so far this year. Next up, we'll finish the show out. You're listening to the Call of the Mouse Forward Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. And it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> And I'm Carl DeMossi, and I'm glad to join me for the Call DeMossi Sports Report every week right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Just uh, once again, this show flies by, and uh, got to wrap it up quick. Thank you to all my guests, the basketball coach from Calvary Day School, the head coach, Jason Shell, Savannah Tire Hockey Classic, uh, is uh, going to happen this week, Thursday through Saturday, and that's, of course, we had on Savannah Sports Council Director Ben Wilder, and, of course, Offshore Atlantic State University baseball coach Calvin Culberson, and we just finished up with our athlete, Weatherington Chiropractic. 
Practic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Malik Ben Levy. So, I mean, uh, they make the show, they drive the show. When the fan, when the when the guests are on here, the fans love to listen, and I love talking to them. And uh, once again, it's live radio; it's a lot of fun, and uh, I got I appreciate all of them for coming on today. How do I wrap it up? I guess the biggest story is Georgia Southern. Hiring a new football coach, Willie Fritz from Sam Houston State. It's been such a coaching uh, carousel here in NCAA football. Coaches changing, going left to right. And the biggest one just happened, uh, I think, this morning. Penn State announcing that Coach Franklin from the University of Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt University, is leaving Vanderbilt. He's turned that program around and is going now to be the head coach of the Nittany Lions, the Penn State, University of Penn State, and Joe Paterno and that whole scandal. And uh, hopefully Coach Franklin can put that put that enigma behind him now because it just wasn't fair to Joe Paterno. And uh, a man that comes from Pennsylvania, loves his Nittany Lions, and once again, he's our uh, producer every Saturday morning, does a great job. First of all, PJ, congratulations. You got Coach Franklin. Thank you, thank you, sir. That that is a huge hire for us, and uh, c- couldn't ask for a better coaching prospect to come into uh, uh, Happy Valley. Uh, was very happy with what Bill O'Brien did with us in two years, um, and, but I knew at some point we were talking after the show last week about this, and I knew at some point he was going to go back to the NFL. That's just where his heart is. That's that's where he made his name. Uh, he did a great job with us, and I'm very happy with the hire of James Franklin this morning. Very excited uh, about where our program is going in the future. Uh, you know, uh, we had Coach Wilson on uh, a couple of days ago, uh, uh, last week with Savannah State, and now, uh, of course, staying local, we got to go up the road, I-16 to exit... Uh, was it exit 127-67 going to the uh, prettiest little stadium in the United States? Now they're going to be playing in the Sun Belt, and that's, of course, the Georgia Southern uh, Eagles hiring Willie Fritz from Sam Houston State. Oh, yeah. Willie Fritz, I think, is a good hire. Uh, me and Matt Osborne were up there at the press conference yesterday, listened to his introduction. And j- just a coach that has good head on his shoulders, knows the tradition of Georgia Southern football. I was up there like, like I saw the prettiest little stadium in Georgia, in, in America, and they're doing some renovations to it, but it's definitely going to look nice. But I think Willie Fritz is a good guy. He's going to go in there with that triple option attack. It's a little bit different, but it is the triple option option like you said running out of the spread kind of like auburn so i'm excited to see what he's going to do with the program moving up into the fbs level obviously you can't you're on probation this year so you're not going to be able to go to any bowl games and like james franklin i think willie fritz is a very good hire like i said has a good head on his shoulders wants to win that was something that was huge in the press conference yesterday um the main focus was you know on the players he wants to develop young young men into men, and, and that is a great focus as well. That's what you need to do in, in college sports. But also the focus is on winning, and that's something Georgia Southern is used to. And I think Willie Fritz, he's not going in there. He said it yesterday. He's not going in there to hopefully three or four years down the line start putting together some winning seasons. He's ready to do it now. Uh, I think he's a guy with a good attitude, obviously a very progressive attitude, and I think he's the man for the job. Good hire by Georgia Southern. All i got to say is, PJ, and I know we're running up against the clock here, is I hope he keeps the tradition that is Georgia Southern. We had a couple of coaches come in there and try and change the tradition, uh, and I, I have to say, I have to say Brian Van Goyder, uh, you know, not so much Chris Hatcher. Chris Hatcher, I felt, wasn't given a chance to, uh, get his spread 
offense to uh, to grow at Georgia Southern. But when Van Gorder came in there, and I'm usually not negative, but he came in there and he tried, started changing everything, it really hurt that program. You know, and then Hatcher tried to get it going, and then Munkin instilled that tradition. I just hope Willie Fritz keeps the tradition that made Georgia Southern what Irk Russell wanted to be. Blue-collar workers, do what you got to do, keep it simple, and we're going to win championships. And they won six. You can't complain about that. No, not not at all, and it certainly sounds like he is trying to do that. Now, like I said, he's a guy that understands uh, the tradition that is Georgia Southern football and Georgia Southern athletics. Um, he, he likes the people. He said that was the number one reason he came to Georgia Southern is because the people they have there, uh, the leaders they have there as well, and the athletic director, the president, and Willie Fritz has, himself all said that he, they're looking forward to keeping the tradition but also having a coach that kind of puts his own stamp on the football team but not so much as to block out the former tradition. So if he can find a happy medium there, I think a lot of fans are going to be happy. I think ultimately a lot of fans are going to be happy if he wins as well. And I think if he can do those two things, it, it's going to be great for Georgia Southern. Uh, like you said uh, about keeping coaching staff, uh, he might be looking forward to do that i don't know i guess we'll figure out about that in the coming weeks as he puts together his own staff or let's see what he does here but i think willie fritz is a good hire i think he's gonna keep that tradition like we've been talking about and you know we'll see we'll see hopefully the eagles will be going into next season winning even more well you know pj we got less than a minute left always goes by great job again this week buddy Hey, I appreciate it. Same to you. Great show. Awesome guests, and uh, I appreciate it. Look forward to doing it next week. Let's just keep it rolling. we got to keep it rolling. It's all about local sports. The two hours has flew by, as always. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, PJ, for all your help. Keep in mind, following the show right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll go back to local or national broadcasting. Remember, every Saturday morning. From 9 until 11, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. You can listen to your source for Savannah area sports, the Call of Demasi Sports Report. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and whatever you may be doing, always, always hit it out of the park. And until next weekend, always have a great week. The Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs>